0: Well, obviously, these are unique. They are different times. And a guy who's joining us for a few minutes, who's always got a unique perspective, is Justin Wells, Inside Texas, managing editor there. Always great to talk to him. Those guys are doing fantastic work there at Inside Texas. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. And before we get to it with uh, Justin, just a reminder, guys, please leave us that rating, review, subscribe. We are still giving away koozies heartland college sports koozies if you leave a rating and review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to pete mundo m-u-n-d-o at heartlandcollegesports.com and we will get that koozie in the mail for you guys so appreciate that justin first off man how are you how's the family everybody staying safe we're staying safe
1: we're staying healthy you know we're blessed uh you know for for people like sports writers uh, the quarantine life is not is nothing new to us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know we're homebodies if we're not on the road, at, you know traveling to high schools, camps, colleges, things of that sort. And so for the most part, uh, it's 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 business as usual. I do have my three year old a lot <laughs> more than I usually do, and so that <laughs> brought its own. <laughs> Tom man we're doing really good beautiful weather here in east texas and uh we couldn't be more blessed
0: well justin let's uh let's get to the longhorns here the thing i was talking about on last week's show we'll get to recruiting but last week i said that i thought texas would be one of the more affected teams by having no spring practice because of the fact that you had basically two new coordinators on both sides of the ball tom herman turned the staff over and spring is when those guys can really get involved and dig into the details and get to know their new coordinators. I think that could have a real effect on this team this year. How do you see that playing out?
1: I really – I see it both ways. Uh, At first, you know, on the negative side, you're right. It's not going to be a complete offensive overhaul. It's going to be a kind of a a, a gradual inflammation because, you know, it's still going to be Tom Herman's offense, but it's going to be Mike Yurchich's calling the plays and putting a little bit of, of his flavor into the into that system on the defensive side it's a whole different ball game when you go to a four-man front and so that you're right it does it's gonna be it's going be difficult for these kids you're gonna I think when football does finally kick back off you're gonna find the, the teams that did stay disciplined and stay in their playbook and, and learned through the zoom meetings and the team meetings and the player meetings you know th- from all the, the quarantine you're gonna find out the guys that really put in the work, because mm-hmm. it's going to be—it's tough to, to to implement and install an enti- a new defense over the computer. I mean, th- there's no question about it. On the on the positive side, this team is full of veterans, and if it, if, it, if it was a lot of underclassmen, I would probably be a little bit more worried but with the fact that this, this is a roster chock full of sophomores and juniors and a good handful of seniors, I think that's going to help Texas a little bit. I think the learning curve will be a little bit slower, I mean a little bit a little bit easier, and so therefore I think it won't be as bad as it potentially could be. But at the same time, there are other schools that are having to do the exact same thing with new staff and, 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 new, and new players and things of that sort. And so these kids are going to separate themselves when football kicks off because we're going to see who really stuck to the playbook and, and really learned their their new position, their new craft, their new scheme, and the guys that didn't.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Justin Wells inside Texas is joining us here on the show. Uh, take me through you know, what you've heard this offseason, Justin, about where this team is, just in terms of the mindset coming off of last year's disappointing season, Tom Herman, knowing there's some pressure on him. I know spring practice obviously never got started like all of us expected it to, but in the people that you've talked to around the program and just getting a feel for that Texas program like you have, what do you think's going on there in terms of where they are with everything going on?
1: Anytime you overhaul a coaching staff the way that Texas did, you always have to be kind of leery because, you know, it's, it's common to have some staff turnover in every program and every team. Some guys want to advance some guys, you know, take a step back, but at the same time, so that's, that's kind of a common practice. At the end of the day though, with, with Texas, I think what you're seeing is Tom Herman playing that, that card. Look, look, we had a bad year when the expectations were probably a little too high. Mm-hmm. And so they went with the switch with offensive coordinator and the new defensive coordinator. And I, I think those decisions needed to be done. In the first three years of his tenure, Tom Herman never had a coaching change. He only added Herb Hand in his second season. He hadn't fired a coach in three years. And so there's something to that. That was a lot of continuity that that, that I think helped the program. But they did get stale. the The offense last season for the first half of the year was outstanding. Then they got a little predictable, and they kind of regressed towards the end. The defense began – Kind of scatterbrained a little all over the place, and then they finished really solid. And so it was almost a tale of two cities, a t- tale of two stories on both sides of the ball. I think what Herman's doing now is he's realizing he had to make some moves, he had to shake some things up. They've got some really really talented guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and they weren't being utilized and they weren't being developed. Now that's going to be the difference there. If that if if he can change that narrative, if he can fit Guys like Demarvion Overshone into the right spot. Guys like Devondre Sweat into the right spot. Guys like Josh Thompson in the right spot. I think that's that's going to do nothing but help this program. And the fact that you have a senior, the fact that you have a senior at quarterback named Sam Ellinger, that makes the transition that much easier. If we were talking about a, so- a freshman, a sophomore, uh, an underclassman that was just coming into the coming into the fray. This would be a different conversation, but I tell you, there's nothing that makes a head coach happier in college football than a senior quarterback is coming into his fourth season. So I think that's going to help as well. The big picture, I think Herman is going to win in 2020. I think Texas is going to do well in 2020. After Sam's gone, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a little up in the air. I think that's when we're going to really find out how well these coaching hires hit, how well the development... Has 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 progressed and kind of where Tom Herman's tenure is in Austin. If you if he's right now he's defined by one big bowl win in the Sugar Bowl almost two years ago against Georgia. If they, if we're still talking about that in two seasons, I don't like his future in Texas. If it, they, they get over that and they do get better in the development part and they do find the right schemes and, and compete for the Big Twelve championship, then I think Herman's going to be a pretty safe and steady guy for the next 5
0: to 10 years. Hey guys, it's Pete Mundo and we've all been there before, a heated debate with a buddy about who was more dominant in their prime, MJ or Kobe, two different teams, two different eras. How about Baker Mayfield or Vince Young? You can never actually settle that debate until right now. My friends at MyBookie know that you're craving something to bet on. I am, you are, we all are right now without sports. Well, my bookie is pitting dream teams like the 96 Bulls and the one Lakers against each other for you to watch and bet on. Revisit a rematch of the 98 NBA championship finals or wager on your current day squad to get your fix in virtual basketball all streamed directly from the website. And since you're a Big 12 fan, how about, you know, college football, college basketball, virtual matchup? Hey, that's pretty awesome. And play for those bragging rights. Can't beat it. If virtual is not your draw, international sports are still being played. So in tough times, you still need fun. MyBookie will take care of you. MyBookie.ag and use that promo code BIG12, BIG12, for an exclusive bonus on your first deposit. BIG12 for a halfway cash match on your first deposit, up to $1,000. At MyBookie, they make it simple. You play, you win, and best of all, you get paid. MyBookie.ag, promo code BIG12. Do you think then, I mean, I've been saying for the last few weeks that uh, they basically have to get to a big 12 championship game, not win it, but you, to your point there, Justin, you know, you had the best quarterback you've had in over a decade. He's a senior. You've got veteran guys on both sides of the ball, especially on defense from that great recruiting class a couple of years ago. Um, You know, they're all juniors by now. You got to at least get to the title game, right? Without question, I think that's the expectation,
1: and I think that is the accurate uh, expectation. I think that is very justified. Okay. Uh, the funny thing is, you know, last year they, it was a little bit too high. Let's be honest. Yeah. There was a yep. lot of There was a lot of turnover. Um, you th- they did return a ton of guys, but they just, like I said, the the defense. When the offense was clicking, the defense wasn't. When the defense started hitting hard, the offense was predictable, and so it was they they could never mesh at the same time. I think the Alamo Bowl win over a very good Utah team saw the the culmination of both, and I think that's where the program's at. I think that's a, a better identity of them. But at the same time, these expectations are high, and and, and the main reason is Sam Ellinger. Tom Herman cannot have what probably a top five quarterback in the history of this program. And if you look at his numbers, he's got top five numbers in the history of Texas football. You cannot have a kid go four years as a starter and not win the big 12, because then you are viewed as how in the world could Tom Herman waste Sam Ellinger. And that is something that I don't think Texas fans or Austin, Texas fans would forgive him for. So that expectation is there, but the beauty of it is Sam's a hell of a player. He's going to play on Sundays. This is a, this is a, a the, you know, he is the epitome of a leader. Uh, he He's the guy that you can really depend on. And so he's going to put it on Sam's shoulders. And I think that's probably Herman's safest bet.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Justin Wells inside Texas is our guest here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. Uh, Justin, let's talk about the recruiting side. Obviously, these are incredibly unique and different times that we are dealing in and with right now. Uh, but the recruiting trail, I mean, you know, you still got to recruit. So what is Texas doing on that front?
1: This is where you have to get creative. And I think it's funny because every few years you start to notice recruiting evolves. You know, I can remember when when social media first started and that became an extension of getting, you know, contact information, getting getting things of that sort, you know, getting to know kids and that in and that realm. And now you're looking at it from a standpoint of, virtual visits you're looking at you know like coach chris ash the new defensive coordinator he had two virtual visits uh in the last two days and essentially what it is is you sit down you, you get on you get on facetime and you sit down at the dinner table both both parties and you you just sit there and eat dinner and you just chat he, t- he spoke with LBJ safety Andrew Makuba a couple of days ago. They had a great dinner, even though they weren't with each other. They did it on Facetime. They, they they sat down like a standard home family does most of the time, and then they talked to Isaiah Nomenkwaba, the uh, the safety out of Dallas Skyline. He did the same thing with him the next night. And so, this is where you get this is where recruiters, you know, you, you uh, a great recruiter is that you, you can't put money on that. And when and when Texas has been really good about. Their social media presence and coming up with creative uh, graphics and edits and and things to 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 catch kids' attention, because that's the most important thing, catching kids' attention. When you do that, you're doing something right. And so I think these virtual visits are a a move in that direction. I, I see other programs doing the same thing as well. And like you said, these are this is this is a different day and age. This is the new normal. And if it means to get close enough to kids to where you sit down with a FaceTime dinner with them, then I think that's what's going to happen. And I love that Texas is out front doing those things right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Justin, do you think this is something that, you know, you mentioned that these are different times. And obviously technology is only continuing to expedite process as part of our daily lives. When this is all said and done, and hopefully that's sooner rather than later. Is there any way that this becomes more of the norm? Some of these, you know, virtual recruiting sessions. I know there's nothing like a face-to-face, but we're seeing this in, in other businesses where maybe other businesses are like, hey, working from homes not so bad. Do you see this virtual recruiting thing possibly taking off and being expedited by what's going on right now?
1: Only if the NCAA loosens their rules with contact, with no contact, dead periods, uh, periods of contact and, and that sort. If the NCA is more loose with with the rules, I can see schools continuing to do this because any time you can get a kid on the telephone, that's a bo- that's a bonus, that's a plus, that's a that's an opportunity to build on that relationship. That's a big uh, that's a big thing. I think they would much rather have the face to face. To me, the the biggest thing in recruiting is getting a kid on campus. If you can't get a kid on campus, there's a ninety nine percent chance you're not going to get him. And so I think that's always going to be the onus. That's always going to be the most important thing. But if the NCAA uh, continues to adapt in the times that we're in and these virtual visits turn into something, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm eager to see what other coaches come up with. Yeah. I'm eager to see how they build off of things like that. Why wouldn't you use something like this for, uh, say, a dead period where you can have contact you know, over the phone but you can't see each other? Well, let's have a virtual dinner. You know, let's sit down and talk to each other, and so and and eat a little bit of food. I think that's I think it's cool. I think it's something unique. And in this day and age, if you can get an advantage, if you can get an edge, any any slight edge in recruiting, you go for it. And I think that's something that will continue to happen.
0: Hey there, it's Pete Mundo. And guys, if you were to guess on average how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? Well, Americans have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. Ridiculous. And if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want that treatment ASAP. You do. Don't kid yourself. You do. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment that you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or a computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. That's it. That's all you have to do. With Roman, there's no commitments, and you can cancel it at any time. And if the doctor decides the treatment's right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com slash Heartland for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash Heartland for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Justin, what concerns you most about this program, where it is right now, in what is you know an unprecedented situation and unprecedented off-season?
1: I think... The most concerning thing for me right now would probably be like what we started talking about, the implement, implementing the the new defense and and parts of the new offense. I think the offensive side, like I said, I think that's going to be fine because you're going to have, you have a senior quarterback that virtually knows the offense already back and forth. He's very, you know, in the the short time he's been with Yurchich, he's, he's in, he's digested so much of what they want to do, but on the defensive side, you've got a ton of talent, that you have to fit in pieces, and this isn't a 100-piece puzzle. This is one of those 1,000-piece puzzles that you got to put on the the dining room table and the whole family has to come in and get involved because you really need to fit. You've got players that are are genuine Sunday prospects, guys that are going to get paid to do this for a living in the future, and you have to make sure you put those guys in the best possible position because if you don't, that not only hurts your record, that's going to hurt you in recruiting. The yeah. fact that Texas, you know, they 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 won't be putting those guys in the in the league at such a high clip, that that's something that gets re- they, that's a negative recruiting uh, outlet for some of these teams like OU and 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 TCU and and, uh, and Texas A and M. And so, the, my mo- my main concern is is getting that defense implemented with Marvion Overshone, who's played safety his entire time at Texas, he's been moved inside to the to the linebacker position you got to make sure he knows what's going on because that's a kid that could be a decade player in the NFL, BJ Foster, one of the hardest hitters on a football field I've ever seen plays with an intensity of a hitman. but at the same time, his natural position safety is probably not his NFL position. That's probably linebacker, Uh, you know, a guy that can cover in the spread area in the spread era, but also shed blocks. Don't get caught in the wash and, and make plays by shooting gaps. And so, my, my main concern is probably how are these defensive pieces going to fit spring ball is for implement it's for implementing that's what it's for put in the systems now that way you can go to them in august refresh hit a little bit and then get ready for week one without texas having that spring ball like you said there's going to be a gap there and you hope that that's the only thing that 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 they have to overcome. You hope that that's the one thing that they do figure out. Because if this defense, listen, the offense is going to score points. Sam Ellinger's had 92 touchdowns in in 27 games. They're going to score points. He had 500 yards and five touchdowns and no turnovers on the national champion LSU Tigers last year. There's no reason he can't repeat that. But on the defensive side, they're going to have to stop guys if they want to get to the Big 12 championship. And that, to me, is the first and major goal of 2020. Texas has – and I believe you said it too
0: – Texas has to at least
1: make it to that Big 12 title game and hopefully a New Year's uh, New Year's Day bowl.
0: Absolutely. He's Justin Wells inside Texas. Great stuff, Justin. Appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Stay safe.
1: Hey, Pete, always enjoy talking to you, brother. You be good.
0: Great stuff there with Justin Wells. Appreciate him coming on the show. I'm Pete Mundo. We're heartlandcollegesports.com. Please leave us that rating, guys. Review, subscribe, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you do, we'll send you a free koozie. Just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get the koozie in the mail. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.